I'm Kevin Jones. And I'm Chris Moore. And we started the homos on Haunted Hill so that we can throw a party. A horror film party. <laughs> It'll be quite amusing. There'll be madmen and chainsaws and ghosts and perhaps even a few murders. You're all invited. So today's question is, which came first? The burning, which we're talking about today, or Friday the 13th Part 2? Because they're very similar. They are very similar. Like, they essentially have the same plot. Yeah. It's like, there was a camp, bad shit went down, so they closed it, it's been abandoned, and they have another camp across the lake, and then this killer comes to that camp and starts killing everybody there. And there's even like a scene where there's like a campfire story being told. It's all creepy Mm -hmm. and spooky. And then someone pops out in a mask and tries to scare everybody. It's like it's it's like shot for shot. It's wild. So I'm wondering like because they both came out the same year. But it's like when were they written? You know, like that's that's the real enigma of this week. Which came first, the Cropsey or the Jason? That is the question. Yeah. Question Um, for our times, really. I think there was something in here about this was in production uh, initiated before Friday the 13th, the original even became, well, it just says before the popularity of the sleeper hit Friday the 13th, but I don't know if that means. So there was a five page treatment in 1979. But again, I, I, I don't I don't know. I, I'll, I'll when we get to the behind the scenes stuff, I'll read more into this. But well, they must have been shot around the same time. I remember hearing like Tom Savini turned down the effects on Friday the 13th Part Two to mm-hmm. do this movie. So they must have been happening around the same time, like yeah. even k- kind of around the same a- area, too. What else is going on in the world? Well, SAG is a striking. SAG is a striking. Yeah. Yeah. They got their yep. picket signs. They're mad as hell. They're not going to take it anymore. Fran Drescher is Fran, furious. If you've never seen Furious Fran Drescher, let me tell you, it is <laughs> a sight to behold. She's I didn't not realize, thrilled. maybe because we were fairly young, but I forgot that they went on strike for like six months in 2000. It doesn't work yeah, anymore. Well, it just that's doesn't. True. And they yeah. need to fix it. Just burn yeah. it to the ground and rebuild. Yep. It's fucked Throw up. a flame, flaming skull at it and just let it. Burn to the ground. Yeah. Another question about this movie. Where'd they get the skull? <laughs> Who did they kill to get that skull? Where'd they get the skull? How'd they build the raft in like five minutes? Where did this oh raft come God. from? Oh my God. These are some really crafty motherfuckers. <laughs> They're like, oh, I, I, I found a Pepsi can. Maybe it'll float. What? No. <laughs> what? What is it? it and, and who? Where's all this trash coming from on this on this little island? I don't. Questions. Many questions. Very few answers. That's the burning. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And it's kind of got again, that. I mean, you know, it's a, yeah. Yeah. It's a slasher yeah, it, movie. And it, it's, it is a slasher movie. Yeah. You, you kind of, <laughs> it's got that kind of late seventies, um, uh, like smoky dream like quality sometimes too. I mean, it looks it does, good at 4k, yeah. but it's, it's, um, it does. Uh, it's, they, they didn't cleaned up too much, which is nice. I feel like it, you know, it can't always focus like where, like which character is going to be the main character even sometimes like it'll yeah. be like oh we're going to stay with this person for a while and then we're jumping over here and this person's like more featured and then we're over here and I'm like, yeah. okay well where 
but it also Which, doesn't feel like you know, ensemble necessarily. It's just kind it, of like exactly. jumping back and forth. Like that can be interesting in a horror right. film when you're like, I'm yeah, not sure course, who's yeah. going to live and who's going to die. Right. But it's just once they finally land on one or two, because I guess this really has two final boys, right? right. It's kind of yeah, like, yeah. really? These guys? That's the best you can yeah. do? Yeah. Yeah. Like I would have picked jason alexander i don't know he seemed a little more <laughs> charismatic yeah maybe. what was he, yeah what did he we saw him for a while and he just kind of disappeared but he never shows yeah. back up he gets off the raft and, and is like i'm out this was a rough yeah. week for me i'm done <laughs> it's like i'm gonna go meet my friends jerry and elaine <laughs> it's like i'm done <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, um, it's just it's I, I think that's the the main thing that struck me this time with the movie is that it's sort of um, it's a little directionless. Maybe it's yeah. like we're going to have some people talking mm-hmm. for five minutes. Then we're going to have a kill scene. Then people are going to talk. Mm-hmm. Then a kill scene like there's no real yeah. plot. It's just sort of kill. Scenes. Yeah, it, it, it meanders. Yeah. And uh, there's a big chunk of time between him killing the prostitute and then him killing is it the, the girlfriend? I think that's uh, the next Yeah, yeah the first one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're, that it's It takes a while to get there. Um, and which, let me tell you, like, that yeah. pro- pro- prostitute, though, that's a whole movie right there. That's how. Oh, yeah. That's what the film should have been. I want her <laughs> What's story. What's her story? Yeah. I love her. Are you coming in? Because I'm going up or whatever she says. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always wonder if he would have actually killed her if like she had just had sex with him or but who knows? I don't know. Yeah, this this whole film is about guys who just can't stand the word no. Man, there's just yeah, like, true, true. Yeah, there's just not much going on in this movie. Like, I don't know if it's a bad thing. It's just because I mean, it's entertaining enough, and of course, the yeah. kill scenes are notorious for all the right reasons. They're very effective, right? But it's just like, is there anything going on in this movie? I'm not so sure. Yeah, the dialogue's not horrible for a slasher movie, no, but it's no. just like. Yeah, the plot just definitely kind of meanders here and there, and um, I, I don't how would I even I don't know how to even describe the plot. It's like we're going to an, an island on some canoes, and then uh, you know Goodbye. we get stuck there. That's, that's <laughs> it. You know, that's that's it. There's banjo music. Uh, there wow. there is banjo music. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, how exciting! I'm so thrilled to be on this tr- trip with these people. It's an interesting score. Yeah, by Yes, right? The progressive rock band. Um, yeah, Rick Wakeman yes. did the music. Rick Wakeman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You definitely hear it in certain scenes. There's a lot of uh, intense scent, I would say. Yeah. Yes, very much <clears throat> so. It's it's probably one of the cooler scores of the 80s slasher. Right. Subgenre. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it gave us Jason Alexander and Holly Hunter. Holly Hunter. I think she has like three lines, I think. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's about where's it. Todd or something. I think that's like her big line. <laughs> it's like they're not going to give her any anything. Like, didn't she go on to win like an Oscar? Like, let's give the Oscar winner <laughs> something like. just. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how often she gets asked about the burning of her entire film filmography. I, I would wonder. I, I don't I can't say it's her finest performance. And again, she doesn't no. have much to do. Um. But <laughs> I'm always curious about that, like what roles people get most noticed for on the street yeah. or whatever. You know, I'm just like, hey, I saw you in uh, I, I, 
Slasher <laughs> Massacre 15, and uh, you were great. Like, I was like, oh, thank you so much. That was my favorite film to make. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, I, I don't, I don't know. Like, I think I just heard recently there was a um, there was an interview. It probably wasn't even recent. It was just I was on you YouTube, and it it was like we're gonna recommend this video. It's probably like you know five years old, but it was like Jennifer Aniston on Howard Stern. And he was like trying to get her to say something bad about Leprechaun. And she was like, you know, I needed money. I mean, it's, you know, <laughs> I made it. I don't hate it. it you know, I, I thought it was going to be a big deal because it had Warwick Davis from Willow. I was like, this is I've hit the big time. You know, so right, at that point, right. they do think like, oh, hey, this is this might be something special here. And, you know, that's just yeah. it's a gig. Yeah, it's a paycheck, you know. Yeah, and if if it's successful, yeah. great. If it's if it's not, you just move on. No, that's yeah, like if no one sees it, then no one's going to remember it, and so yeah, yeah. no harm, no foul. I don't know. At like cons, sometimes when people want like all these behind the scenes things from actors, sometimes I'm like, okay, that was like 40 years ago. They mm. were on set for like two weeks. Like, what do you want from them? Like, it's yeah. cool when they can come up with something, but still, it's like, come on. Yeah, it's like, do you have any cool stories about that time you played the first murder victim and, you know, sorority house, blaga blaga. Yeah. It's like, uh, I was there for four hours one day, uh, came in, came out, (laughs) went to get McDonald's afterwards. Why do you want to know? Like, I don't, there's nothing there. (laughs) Like, yeah, exactly. People seem to be pleasant. I wasn't harassed or made fun of. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) Like, yeah. It's like, it's not really that ex- exciting. Like, I think people expect, you know, stories from a film s- film set to be, you know, just full, full of drama and intrigue. And this cast sure. member hated this one. And these two were <laughs> hooking up. And but it's sex you, in the city, basically. Like, <laughs> yeah. But it's usually just like, well, we, we were on a raft. It was October. They were supposed to make it look like it was summer. It was cold. It was wet. <laughs> what do you want to know? I mean, that's really it. <laughs> wasn't thrilling, but I'm still here. It wasn't that bad. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty much most of the sets. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, we ha- we have we haven't heard any stories from Jason Alexander, Holly Hunter, or Fisher Stevens about their yeah. experiences on this film. Um, I don't think I don't think I've, they've they've ever talked about it. Yeah, I didn't I really so. research it too much, but that yeah, I'm kind of curious now, but. I don't think they have. Um, they are yeah. not on the special features of the DVD and <laughs> oh, Blu-ray. <damn>. <laughs> they could not be reached for comment. Apparently, they have more important things to do. I mean, I don't know what, but burning's pretty important. Of, speaking of special features, I just saw that um, Bride of Chucky is not going to have anything new, which I'm just like, oh, really? Man. Folks, like, why? Y- you can't get anything? Come on. This has been a little nitpick of mine with Scream Factory in the past maybe two years or so. They are basically just now in the business of re-releasing everything that they've released before, but on 4K. They just port over everything from the other releases. So it's it's a little... eh. It's a little disheartening. Uh, Yeah, it's upsetting. um, Cedar Chucky is going to have an interview with John Waters, so that could be interesting. Oh, well, now that's fun because he's a great interview. Uh, have you watched anything recently? What have I watched? Um, oh, I watched uh, a new show, and I watched it very quickly, close to a binge watch. Um, the Horror of Dolores Roach on oh, the Amazon a- one, yeah, Amazon, yes, mm-hmm. which is 
It's basically, it's just Sweeney Todd. It is. Okay. Yeah. But it's Sweeney Todd if they kill people that are, like, trying to gentrify the neighborhood. So it, it's kind of fun. Um, okay. Cin- Cindy Lauper is on it as a private investigator slash um, usher at a Broadway theater. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's very weird. And okay. um, it's just a good old time. They've been like, putting out some interesting stuff between that and Swarm and, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so, it's like, who knew? Amazon's kind of getting their act together and taking it on the road. I watched uh, half of, what? Um, oh God, blanking on the name. The remake they just recently did. Uh, remake, remake, remake. The, uh, Cronenberg. Uh, Dead Ringers? Dead Ringers, thank you. I don't know why I cannot oh, remember okay, that. Okay, yeah, okay. Um, I need to go back and finish that. Like, I liked it. I just didn't finish mm-hmm. it for some reason. It was one of those things where I just got sidetracked with other things. But it has an interesting vibe to it. It's more kind of dark comedy than I expected. I thought it was oh, just going to be this really? sort of moody type series. But it's 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 fun. It's um, interesting. I need to give and that Rachel, a go. Rachel Wise is really, really good at it. Oh, she's always so so great, though. Oh, speaking of Cronenberg, I watched Infinity Pool by Brandon Cronenberg. I keep meaning son. to watch that. Yeah. It is weird. Like, okay. all yeah. I could think is, like, what is a holiday like in the Cronenberg house? Like, what do they talk yeah. about at the dinner table? Because they, right. like, th- talk about two very odd men. I mean, I, I like, I just, <laughs> it's such a strange movie. But I'm going to yeah. tell you, I was riveted. Okay. I was like, this is the strangest thing I've ever seen, and I cannot take my eyes away. So, I'd recommend it. It's on Hulu, so it's, nice. it's good. It's good for a watch. Um, I liked Possessor a lot. Oh yeah, yeah. I so I, that, I, yeah. I I would say I like this one a little more than okay. Possessor actually. Cool. Um, cool. but yeah, it's, I'm cur- curious to see where he goes next. It's, it's yeah. he's clearly got a very I- interesting style and voice and god knows we need more 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 of that in this world so yeah keep it going brandon that's cool let let's go brandon or whatever they say (laughs) what is that thing Uh, i think that's it yeah (laughs) that's something different wait shit (laughs) strike that or no don't strike it we're gonna reclaim it we will reclaim it From now on, we are referring to Brandon Cronenberg, if you hear that. Let's go, Brandon. Speaking of weird, I watched The Outwaters. Have you watched that one yet? I have heard things. Yeah. That made me say no. People either seem to fucking love it or just be bored to tears by it. And unfortunately, I was in the other camp. Uh, It's just like... I didn't want to do it. I couldn't. Well, first of all, it's a found footage movie, which, you know... Strike not a one. lot of great ones. Strike one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like I'm not opposed to it, but like it's got to be really good. And yeah. second, it's two fucking hours. Oh, which for a found that's very movie, long for found footage. Yeah. Found footage needs to be like an hour and 10 minutes or something. Let, like that tops. <laughs> that's all you need. I mean, I'd say maybe like 15 minutes. <laughs> to be yeah, honest. really. I mean, <laughs> and that's what this movie feels like. It feels like like one of those short films <laughs> that they just stretched out into two hours. Um, oh, no. It's just... Uh, it's just another one of those movies that's like, oh, I, I saw the Blair Witch Project, so I'm basically going to remake the Blair Witch Project, but it's going to be, now we're setting it in a desert, and we're going to have these characters who I don't give a shit about, and all this creepy stuff's going to happen, but you can't really ever see what's happening and going on, and by the end of it, it's, nothing fucking makes sense, so people probably think it's brilliant, because that's how that works. 
No, Kevin, I just don't think you're. I don't, I don't think you watched it right. I mean, okay. I think yeah, yeah. When the ca- when when the camera spins around and hits that pocket of darkness for fifteen minutes, that means that their soul is now empty. Ah, okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. That was well, now their it all makes soul. Sense. They're. <laughs> Never mind. I'm changing empty, murky soul. Changing my letterbox review right now. You know, it's (laughs) five stars. All I know is that a dude like cuts off his dick or something. That's all I. Yeah, that happens. That's that's a thing. I'm like, well, that sounds fun, but I don't want to have to suffer through. Like that. That's like very late, late in the movie. Like by then, I just like gave up. (laughs) And so did he. Apparently, (laughs) I just heard enough from people that I trust that led me to believe like it's not probably worth my my time. I'm yeah, glad people sure. are enjoying it, but right. that's just, I don't think I need to partake in that, but yeah, maybe one day. What about, what about the blackening? Did you see that? I did not. No, it was, I've it was decent. Decent. Yeah. That's uh, what I hear. It's it. I don't, I haven't heard many raves about it either. Sort of like it's one of those fine. movies that's like the stuff that I like, I like a lot. The stuff that I don't. Eh. And, yeah. uh, kind of a mixed bag. It's, it kind of struggles tonally to is it, it can't really seem to decide if it's going to be more like toward the scream or more toward like um, scary movie territory. Right. And uh, there's not a lot of suspense or anything. It's more kind of horror comedy, which is fine. But again, tonally, it's just a little all over the place. And the stakes are really fucking low. Um, oh, no. That's always frustrating. But on the plus side, it's got a great cast. They're really good. Um, there's a lot of really fun, like black pop culture references, which is mm-hmm. always really interesting to watch something that's very like niche like that. Mm-hmm. It's like watching the other two, like where they have all these gay references, you know, it's, it's nice right. watching something that like nobody else talks about, like mm-hmm. in mainstream media. So that's, that's cool. Um, yeah. but yeah, kind of mixed back, but, um, I'd watch it again. So I guess that's something. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, that, I, I think that, that does count for a lot. If, if you, yeah. if you can say to yourself after you've watched it, like, you know, some good stuff, some bad, but I could watch it again. That yeah. probably means it has something going for it. You know? There's something. Yeah, it's it's one that would be good to just put put on a party and like watch mm-hmm. with friends, but like not really be paying attention. You know, you can yeah have a conversation during times and then you know, tune back in. It's one of those type movies. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I'll probably check it out <laughs> one at one of these days. Cool. I um I rewatched Valley of the Dolls for the first time since i don't know like 12 years ago yeah that's a horror film um (laughs) it is (laughs) i was like because okay the first time i saw it i was in like a deep depression my dad had just died and every everyone was like okay here's some movies that'll like cheer cheer you up valley of the dolls it's so funny (laughs) and i watched i watched this thing i was like this is fucking depressing it's about women addicted to drugs some of them die I'm like, this is not funny. I didn't see anything humorous in, in this movie whatsoever. <laughs> I was like, I guess it's kind of campy. I don't know. I, and uh, Patty Duke, I, I don't know what the fuck she's doing in the movie. But, but I love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but rewatching it in, in a different frame of mind, I actually found it quite I- I- entertaining. Um, yeah. It's still like a little bit too long, but you know, that's it's... to be ex- expected. Oh, the script too is just like yeah. What the fuck? Like it just feels like they cut and paste different parts of other scripts together and yeah, just kind of. It's, it's just it's all over the place. Kind of episodic. Uh, yeah. Doesn't really connect very well. It's like yeah. they'll just be like, and then and then we broke up, and you're like, you never see them breaking up, and then they'll be like, and right. then she died, but you don't actually see right. her die. You're like, can we actually get to the good parts here, like the actual breakup yeah. scenes and the death scenes? Yeah. 
They're like, exactly. that's not that that's not important. Here's here's another musical number with a, <laughs> a hanging mo mo mobile. Yeah, it's like it's just yeah, yeah. very odd. Strange movie. Odd film. Yeah. And Beyond the Valley of the Dolls also very fucking weird. Now that one <clears throat> is Heaven on Wheels. That, well, it goes like full film. horror by the end, you know? It's, it's Yeah, just there's like decapitations and yeah. <laughs> it's like the nuttiest movie. Yeah. Oh, best thing Roger Ebert ever gave us. <laughs> That's gonna truly. Say. Thank you, Ebs. <laughs> Thank you, Ebs. <laughs> like, I don't see how he was allowed to critique film after he made that. Like, I don't see how <laughs> don't they're like, you know who we should get to do the film critique for this cha- channel. The guy that wrote Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. He knows what's up. He knows what's up. It's like he cannot call anything trashy or sleazy ever because because exactly. of that movie. Um, okay. So let me try to summarize some of this behind the scenes information here. Uh, oh, we've got behind the scenes lore. We got all the good stuff for you folks, as always. Um, in 1980, Harvey Weinstein. Boo. Evil. Boo. Bastard. Um, <laughs> He's desperate to break into the movie business. Um, he's got this partner, Michael Cole, who was recognized for, um, you know, low-budget horror movies like The Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Halloween. Um, and they began sort of snapping up these horror stories. Um, so they had heard about this Cropsy legend uh, while one of them was a camper in upstate New York. Um, I think it was Weinstein. So Weinstein brought the idea to Cole and they loved it. Um, the project was initiated before Friday the 13th uh, became popular. I don't know what that means. It doesn't mean before um, Friday the 13th like came out. It just means before it was. Yeah, because like that Friday the 13th suspicious. came out and did very well like the first weekend. So it's not yeah, like so that's it was suspicious. like a slow burner. Like it's not yeah. like it played for four weeks and made $3 until the fifth week. It just made $3 trillion. Like that's not how right. that works. Who knows? Uh, the treatment was apparently written in 17, or 17, 1799. Oh, God, I'm so tired. Wait, it's um, 1779. <laughs> it survived all those years. A few years after our founding fathers came together. <laughs> the Cropsy legend, you know? <laughs> I think Cropsy would be scarier in a powdered wig. I don't know. Like, that might be kind of scary. <laughs> Uh, 1979 <laughs> the year of our lord um it was just a five-page treatment though so what the fuck who knows what was on that um, um i believe it was only five pages <laughs> i would believe that very I mean, much that's pretty much the script you know yeah uh, that was the script i think yeah. <laughs> um coincidentally director joseph ellison also had a film in pre-production under the title the burning but changed the name to oh, don't yes. go in the house don't go in the house which is a very mm-hmm. different kind of a movie yes it's probably a wise it's choice one of the many don't movies from the yeah. late 70s early 80s they didn't want you to go anywhere back back no then. it was not safe no. not no. safe no don't go in the house don't go in the don't kitchen open the door don't go in the attic no. yeah you know don't look in the basement like really your options were very slim don't do drugs like stay in your room the production also bore similarities to madman actually like all of these movies are very very similar yeah it's where they all kind of came to fruition 
in the early eighties here. I don't, I don't know why this was, I mean, the obsession with really, summer camps here. <clears throat> only sleepaway camp kind of does something kind of different. Like the yeah. rest of them are all basically the same. They had apparently taken an early version of the script to the, um, 1980 can festival where it was well received. Um, screenplay was written in just over six weeks, which I believe, <laughs> I, uh, took that yeah. long, huh? Wow. <laughs> One of six days. Nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Screenplay was written by Peter Lawrence and Harvey's brother, Bob Weinstein. Also yeah, fucking a terrible Bob, human being. Also a butthole. Yeah. Yeah. Bob the butthole. A script dated 1980, let's see, July 6th, 1980, shifted location to one much more keeping with a summer camp slasher. Originally, the showdown, showdown was to take place in a boathouse, which I could see. Yeah. Aren't they in like an abandoned mine at the end there? Um, yeah, I Yes, I was wondering about that because they have the, the yeah. little mine carts that almost like hits uh, Todd at the end. But I'm like, what? Yeah. Where? Why is there an abandoned mine in the middle of this summer camp? Like at first, I thought it was like the ruins of the camp because they said the old camp burned down. Do they say where this camp is? I'm assuming somewhere like upstate New York. That's what I thought. Um, yeah, if it was set in West Virginia, I could understand there just being like a fucking mine. Yeah, it would make there, more but, sense you there. Know, I don't yeah. know. But yeah, I, yeah. I think because it looks like those scenes like at the hospital and with the prostitute, like those seem to be very yeah. much like like early 80s grungy New York. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming it must be around there. Yeah. Yeah, we never got Cropsey takes Manhattan, but we should have. Oh, there's still time. There is still, still time. time. Another big change is that Todd ends up as the final boy rather than as the heroic adult. Um and Alfred is killed by Cropsey. I'd have been but, fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. Alfred is, I don't, I don't really know why he survives. Frankly, it's not bringing much to the plate. No, the budget was reported to have been $500,000, uh, no, between $500,000 and 1.5 million, which is a big um, discrepancy big there. That's um, kinda, <laughs> I think they need to fire okay. their accountant. Uh, there was casting. That happened. There was. Um, <laughs> I just thought they wandered on the set. Like, what's going on here? A movie? Put me in it. <laughs> it's very cinema verite over here. You know? <laughs> yeah. They just wandered onto a campsite. They're like, "You want to be in a movie? Yeah. Sure." <laughs> just act, act normal. You know, yeah. <laughs> we'll just film it. Play your baseball game. We'll just be in the bushes <laughs> filming. No perv at all. Just. <laughs> Don't mind Harvey over there beating right. off, you know. Jesus. <laughs> Fucking nasty ass man. Oh. It was released. That was a thing that happened. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. I don't know how I came upon my copy. It just landed in my lap and I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> it first opened in Florida on 110 screens uh, oh. with a regional rollout on May 22nd. Uh, film did especially well in Buffalo. Um, Probably around where it was shot, I would assume. Yeah, yeah, near where it was filmed. The interest soon fizzled, and the film suffered more than a 50% drop in box office following the first week. Let's see what the critics said, if anything, here. Um, Surprisingly high. Uh, 73%. Um. <laughs> I I want to recount. <laughs> I don't think that's possible. Yeah. 
Surprising. Are these critics from like the past like 10 years or like uh, from the time? That is the question. And there's only like 12. So who knows? Okay. Um, I'm skeptical. I mean, I don't think it's like significantly worse than like Friday the 13th, the original one, to be honest. But no, I mean, they're like about the same. They're just both th- like not particularly <laughs> amazing. Like, I'm sorry, folks. I, I know mean, people fucking love Friday the 13th, but like. <laughs> like they both have about as much plot. I would yeah. say the finale of Friday the 13th yeah, is it's like bad. head and it's shoulders bad. above. Of course. But, yeah. you know, yeah. I, I, yeah, they're basically the same, essentially. Yeah. And Madman is basically the same. And yeah. Friday the 13th Part 2 is the same. <laughs> it's right. like exactly. They're all kind of yeah. the same. <laughs> yeah. Ebert was particularly unimpressed by the film's similarities to Part 2 of Friday the 13th, like you said. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, yeah. So he remembered Part 2. Yeah, that's Wait, something, so did Part 2 come out before this, then? Oh, uh, God, I have to look I this up. I guess it did. I mean, you don't have to. It must have. I mean, it must have, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just assuming well, I have to it must now. have. <laughs> We've talked about it like twice. I have to know at this point. <laughs> Let's see. Kevin, search um, for knowledge here. Yeah, trying to find I out. must know. Because <laughs> so I came out say that was, it was, it was May 1st, year. 1981. Okay. And this, I think I said, came out May 8th. So like the same week. Wow. That's Holy crazy. shit. <laughs> Yeah, I can see how that would be a little strange to like see Friday the 13th part two the week before and then be like, oh, there's there's a new one. I can't wait to see what this is, is, is going to bring to the plate. And they go and they see this and they're like, um, that's the same movie. Yeah, <laughs> like, there's not yeah. much difference. <laughs> it's like there's no Amy Steele, but, uh, you know, I don't know. It's weird that that Rotten Tomatoes score is so high because most of these reviews are middling to negative on Wikipedia. I would have hmm. assumed, yeah, like, I don't I don't see this movie ever getting a good review from, like, a mainstream critic. That's one of the many problems about Rotten Tomatoes. It's like, you, it's just an up or down, you know? Either someone kind of likes it and gives it a tomato, or they, you know, they or they kind of dislike it and they give it a splat, you know? it's it, it doesn't really tell you much about, like, not really how much they really enjoyed it or, you know, found it interesting, but... Yeah. Okay, that's that's... You know, most of the stuff. There's some stuff about censorship in here, too. Um, oh, God. Yeah, this movie was cut to ribbons. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it was a uh, it was a video nasty, wasn't it, in the UK? Yes, it was. Yes, it was. I love a video uh, nasty. Severely cut when it did get to the UK and, yeah, received an X certificate. Oh, that's um, hot. I love yeah, that. I know. I know. God. Uh, there's probably other stuff, folks, but it's mid-July, and... I don't have the brain, so you know, go read this dissertation on Wikipedia if you want to know more. I mean, I I, I do remember like the uncut ver- version was like a holy grail for years and years and years, and it was like, yeah, I do. Remember I that. think yeah. they ended up releasing it uncut. Like, I think it was it was really random. Like, it was a VHS that it was like an Amazon exclusive or something. Mm-hmm. Like in like the late nineties, early two thousand, so you could only g- get it online. And for yeah. some reason, that was un- uncut, but the other ones yes. weren't. It was very it odd. Was finally released fully uncut in 2002. So it says, that sounds yeah. about right then, yeah. 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 So same year as Jason X. Ah. Oh. The hallowed, the hallowed year. <laughs> we shall never forget. <laughs> oh. Swim fan. Halloween <laughs> resurrection. Just. God. What a year. I guess what the fuck is happening? There's a camp. There's camp a camp. Blackfoot. 
And there are these kids that are annoying because they want to play this prank on this guy named Cropsy, who's a caretaker there. And at first, you're not really sure why they're so upset at Cropsy because he doesn't seem to really be bringing much to the plate. He just kind of sleeps. And um, they're like, we got this great idea for a prank. We're going to find a fucking skull where who knows? And we're going to fill it with like worms and candles and stick it on his bedside table and he's gonna wake up and freak out and he he does and he gets so scared that he knocks it over and it sets him on fire and then he runs into some gasoline and he's more on fire and he runs out of the the cabin a mass of flames and rolls down the hill and yeah, why, like, why was he sleeping next to up. a gas canister I guess they just stick him in the shed because, you know, he's the help. Uh, and they're like, we don't have room so. for you at our fancy schmancy camp for rich kids from upstate. It's like that camp from Adam, Adam's Family Values. <laughs> yeah. Uh. He's in the ha ha hut or whatever yeah. it is. <laughs> camp Blackfoot. He, mis- he, he misbehaved. Um, we hold you and, in our hearts. Uh, Really, it's a it's a tale. Not many people talk about this. It's a story about class differences. Mm. Truly, okay, yeah, yeah, that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, it's how the rich people treat the help is what it is yeah. really. Yeah, and uh, and so he is burnt up pretty bad. So he ends up in the hospital for quite a while. And we meet this guy that works there, and this guy who just started. And he's all like, "You got to see this guy. Like, he's a fucking Big Mac. He's so burnt up and stuff." and they go and they see him and he grabs the guy and he's like oh and then it's like the opening credits and that's the beginning of the movie you're like wow Mm -hmm. what a masterpiece we are watching right now (laughs) and then um it flashes forward a few years i i guess and he is deemed to be okay for release mr cropsy and there's all these voiceovers as he's being wheeled out like, you'll be fine. Maybe you can see a psychiatrist. You pr- probably won't really heal, but it's all right. Just wear this hat. No, no one will know. <laughs> so Don't like, forget your lunch. <laughs> yeah, they just wheel him out like onto the s- street, like, go have a good life. Bye. <laughs> like, so I guess he has no friends or family. He's just like, all right. So, like, the first thing he seems to do is just wander the gritty streets of New York trying to look for pro- pro- prostitutes. <laughs> Which and, is probably not uh, hard because this is, like, late 70s, you know, early yeah, 80s, so New York years. They so. were everywhere. <laughs> they were uh, fucking everywhere. Like, you know, <laughs> it was, like, rats and prostitutes. You couldn't, like, <laughs> kick a can without finding nope. one. And, nope. um, and he does find one. And, and, oh, boy, is she a treat. Oh, I love her so much. <laughs> she is so full of spunk and personality. And he goes up to her apartment, which I mean, really, like, I feel like I'm not sure if it's her apartment or like a hotel. It looks like an apartment because there's like a kitchen and shit. But like, why would she take him to her place? Like, right. make him spring for a motel, you know? Yeah. And uh, exactly. and so he like immediately turns out the lights so that she can't see his face. But unfortunately, it's thundering out outside, at least enough to um, no, I mean, well lightning and uh and it's doing it enough to where it illuminates his face and she sees it and she's like oh you have to get out get out oh god and he's like okay that's rude and he grabs a pair of scissors and like slices her in half and um yeah the blood goes flying at the window i do like that little (laughs) effect like so i guess you know he doesn't take rejection that well and uh like all the men in this movie 
Exactly. Exactly. That's another. That's also what the what the film is is about. Toxic masculinity. Yep. We are uncovering the layers here at Homos mm-hmm. on Haunted Hill, so mm-hmm. you don't have to. And <laughs> um, then it cuts to another summer camp, which is located right across the lake from the old camp. And all these kids are playing baseball and they're and they're chatting and the guys are like, oh, she's got a cute bud. And yeah, the girls are like, like, oh, he's so silly. And you know. while they're fondling each other, like is yeah, this what straight guys do that they, they check out women while they're just like fondling each other. I don't know. They do in my mind. I don't know about you. Yeah, uh, apparently. But <laughs> and then one of them loses a ball. Her name is Tiger. And, you know, you know that because she's got a delightful <laughs> bowl cut. I love her bullshit so much. Yes. She's she's a she's a she's a character. And she's played by um Shelly Bruce, who is one of the Broadway Annies. She played Annie mm. on Broadway. Yes. I think like before Sarah Jessica Parker. So yeah. Interesting. Aha. Uh-huh. I've I've got all the goods with this one. You, just <laughs> you do. Stick with me, kid. I'll tell you everything <laughs> about life. Um and Cropsey is a lurking in the bushes and tiger's going to get this ball and he's got a pair of garden shears and he's ready to strike but she finds the ball oh crisis averted yay and then it's like they all go and they have dinner and this girl named karen is complaining to michelle who's like one of the head counselors that this guy named eddie is like really coming on a little too strong like she kind of likes him but sometimes he scares her and then it just kind of fades to black and cuts to another day. And, and you're like, what a strange introduction. So, like, you're kind of like, is she the main character? What's going on? Like, who's the main char- character here? And then it's the next day and this girl. Oh, shit. What's her name? Uh, damn it. I can't remember her name, but she's going to go take take a shower. And yeah, I don't, I don't she goes off either. and they're, they're like these like outdoor showers and she hears this weird, weird noise as she's showering. And so she opens up the curtain and she screams and everyone comes running. And this guy named Alfred is like running away as everybody gets there. And like the head counselor, Todd, grabs him. And Todd um, never likes to button his shirt. It's like never completely on. Um, yeah, which is a main trait. Um, and yeah, I mean, we thank him for it. But yeah, yeah, it's a little odd. Um, and, mm-hmm. uh, and so he grabs Alfred and he's like, what'd you do? What'd you do? And, and he's taken to the office and Alfred's like, I just wanted to scare her. And he's like, but that's a bad way to do it. Alfred, you know, get, get it together. What would happen if Glazer found out? And Glazer is the guy that she is dating. This girl is did dating. Oh, I think her name is Sally. Is it Sally? Maybe. Seems right. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Suzanne. Yes. Um, yeah. Suzanne Summers. Um, <laughs> special guest star. Um, she's, um, so Tonight on um, Hollywood Square. <laughs> Glazer's like kind of this blowhard guy. So they're kind of scared that he's he's going to like, you know, beat him up or something. And um, Todd tells Alfred, like, listen, I was actually thrown out of camp. I was kicked out because of something that I did. So I understand why you don't want to be here. And Alfred's all like, I don't want to be here. I just want to scare everybody. And it's, it's just, he's kind of a whiny little brat. Um, and then Glazer does confront Alfred and he's like, what'd you do with Sally, man? What'd you do with Sally? Not the sharpest tool in the crayon box. No, <laughs> no. He's a little dim. He's a little dim. And then there's just like a lot of like talking, like they're all like, hey, Alfred, you need to learn how to swim. And Glazer pu- pu- pushes him in the lake 
and then like they shoot glazer with a gun like a bb gun i don't know how they brought that on and uh and glazer gets mad and then they moon him because that's what you do and then yeah then there's like they they go and they have dinner and the the head guy in charge is all like okay tomorrow the uh the older campers are going to take this canoe trip and we're going to go to this island and blah 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 and um and there's like an almost a kill scene because Alfred sees Cropsey's face at the window and no one believes him and they all think he's dumb or something. And yeah, I probably um, should just off him right there. Pretty much. Yeah. Just go ahead and kill him. Like he's not bringing much to the plate. He's just kind of whiny. Um, and then like, it seems like one of them, I think Woodstock that's Fisher Stevens, right? He, he, um, he goes in to get his like vitamin E or something. And, and that's during dinner time and he thinks he sees like someone coming in but it's just todd who's like what are you doing here go eat and um yeah it's been like 40 minutes and like no one's dead yet and <laughs> then they all decide to go on the trip and as we said there's banjo music and they're having fun uh, and they're frolicking yeah. uh-huh. and they've got these canoes and they get to the camp and todd decides to tell them the story about cropsy who lived at the other camp that's burnt down across the lake and how you know he was burned in a prank and he vowed he would come back for revenge and then um eddie pops out in a mask with a with a knife and scares everybody and they take off the mask and they're like oh eddie you silly goose typical eddie you know the music gets really like fan 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 fanciful it's like Mm -hmm. (laughs) you're like oh how, how, how fun what a fro- fro- frolicking time this is. <laughs> and then uh, the murders start because that night, Eddie and Karen decide to take a little skinny dip. And Karen does not want Eddie's dick. And he gets upset and like says, well, you can just go away. And so she does. But she gets to the shore and discovers that someone has stolen her clothes and she thinks it's just a prank so she's going through the woods collecting her clothes and then she finally gets her the last item of clothes and here comes the garden shears and cropsy slices her throat and you know it's kind of a she, she dies adjacent death there with the glove and it the does throat yeah slip, you know, yeah because he's slit. got the the black hat and the black gloves and it's kind of a nice mm-hmm. little it's kind of a classy look really he's he's a very sleek sleek cropsy Oh, he, and he was in New York for a while, so he picked up some things. He was. There. He yeah. he he went to the May the May season and was like, "Hey, yeah. what's cool here?" They're like, cool. "We got you." <laughs> I'd like to see a montage yeah. of him like <laughs> shopping. Like it was like the scene from this Pretty is Woman. Threatening. Yeah, this is like <laughs> big mistake. I love it when they let him huge. Shop. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> and uh, so they they all wake up the neck the the next day, and Todd and Michelle come to eddie and they're all like where is karen we can't find her and he's all like okay well we had a fight and she got mad and and they're like well all the canoes were let loose so you tell me what happened right now what did you say to her and so they're like what are we gonna do let's build a raft it'll be teamwork it'll be team building and stuff like that so they 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 all decide to go off um in teams to find stuff to create this raft and about five minutes later, they have a fully functional raft. <laughs> and so like about five or six, six of them decide to go on the raft to go back to the camp to find the ca- canoes and find Karen and see what's up. 
and they're just paddling along and they see a canoe and they're like, oh, it's one of our canoes. And they're like, are you sure? And they're like, yeah, they paddle along and they get to the canoe and Koo pops out. But Cropsy and his shears and he kills like all of them in the span of about 20 seconds, which it's is crazy. pretty, um, pretty impressive. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. There's a reason the scene is like often on best kill list because it's, it's just yeah. fucking crazy. Like, A, like, was he just nuts. sitting there in the water the whole time? Like, he's, he's that good of a swimmer? Well, and, I mean, he, he doesn't have to worry about sun, sun, sunburn, which is which yeah. is good, you know, because he's already yeah. pretty cr- crispy. Um, so he has time to wait. He's like, you know what? Like, it's not going to mess, mess up my skin. Like it's yeah. not coming back from this. So I can stay. And it's just like a, like a perfectly choreographed scene where like, you see like the fingers Great. get chopped off and then he's back oh. to the other person. And then it's just like, God. oh, somebody gets a cut to the head. It's just like, it's, oh. The editing is really great here. It's it is. It's very well cut. It cuts just before it starts to look kind of fake and it's very effective. Effective. I would actually say the movie's kind of peaks here. Like it never really gets back to that. Like it's this is yeah. the high point of the movie. Um, and then everyone's like, "What happened to them? Like they're not back yet. What should we do?" And Sally and Glazer are like, "I know. We'll go have sex." And they're banging in a sleeping bag. And Sally's not really into it, but Glazer's not very smart. He doesn't really seem to understand. And um, he comes very quickly and she can and you can just tell that she's like, really, bitch, like that's pathetic. <laughs> like that was mm-hmm. not good for me. And um, and he's like, I can do it again. I I can do it better. I can do it better. Sally. <laughs> and so he's like, I'm going to go get some matches from the main camp and I'm going to come back and make a fire and we're going to do it again. <laughs> and like so he leaves her alone and goes to get some matches at the the main camp but alfred peeks and is like what's going on and being the perv that he is he follows and i I never realized how close he's following behind him like there's a wide shot where you can clearly see him he's like four four feet away like how (laughs) glazer is so dumb he cannot even hear him like sneaking up behind him um but while glazer's gone cropsy comes and kills sally and hides in the sleep sleeping bag so that when Glazer comes back, he opens up the bag and he sees the garden shears and they just jam right into his neck. And he like picks him up and nails him to a tree and it's nasty. And Alfred sees this whole thing and he goes and he 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 wakes up Todd and Todd's like, oh, what the fuck is it, Alfred? My God. And he's like, Glazer's dead. He's dead. And Todd comes along with Alfred and sees it. And he's like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? But then Cropsy pop, pop, pops out, stabs Todd in the head, which like not not knocks him out for a bit. And then Alfred's on the run and Alfred's on the run for the rest of the movie. He never stops. He's just like constantly running. And then eventually, like they discover uh, like, I don't know, they discover like bodies in the water and stuff. And they decide to go back to the main camp some somehow i don't i don't even remember how this is all just like a blur because alfred's just like running and i guess todd alerts everybody that there's a problem and they discover all these dead bodies on the raft Mm -hmm. and um and so they're like what are we going to do and michelle ends up back at the main camp and she tells the head of the camp everything and alfred's still running and he ends up at that weird abandoned mine slash whatever it it is. 
Um, and Todd goes at after him trying to find him. And eventually it is revealed like he does find him because Alfred has, has been like tied up by Cropsy and like the, the garden shears have been placed on his arms so that he can't move. He's like he's like pinned to the wall and Todd has an axe. Todd has gotten himself an axe and he's going to put an end to this. And this is when we discover that Todd was actually one of the kids at the beginning who set Cropsy on fire. Is this a weird coincidence or did he come back to this yeah. camp particularly because of him? Cause if it's because of him, why didn't he kill him first? And like, yeah, has he killed the other tormentors? Because Todd was just like one of the kids who was doing the shit, you know? Yeah. It's like that, that is an interesting question. Like if they all worked at the camp, it would make sense, but they don't, it's just him. So like, what was it about Todd specifically? You know, I don't know. But yeah, anyway, um, now Cropsy has a flamethrower. Um, and, and, <laughs> as one uh, does. so as you one better has. watch out. Um, yeah. and, uh, and he's just like, you know, th- throwing those flames. Alfred like b- 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 breaks out, gets the guard and shears and stabs him. And they're like, oh, yay, this is done. And then Todd and Alfred are like wa- walking out. Michelle has sent for a helicopter, you know, which I'm assuming was like half the budget of the movie even though it's in like one shot um and then they're like yay everything's fine and then cropsy pops out and then todd grabs the axe and like sticks it through his head and then they set him on fire and then like that's that's it and then there's like a little wraparound where there's another camp and they're telling the exact same story that todd told at the camp fire right and they're all and like then don't move rebecca, he'll see you and you know rebecca gayhart pops up and you know has the story to tell about this New this England college that <laughs> is a very urban legendy ending. I wonder if yep. they were inspired by this movie. They, Could be. They must have been. They must have been. Be. Yeah, that that's yeah. the burning. It's that's a simple burning. film. S- simple film. Simple tale. Yeah. Yeah. But it's entertaining. It's entertaining. Doesn't ask that much yeah. of you. You know. It's just. No. Uh, it's a cool ninety minutes. It's got uh, two final boys, which you don't see very often. You don't see one no. final boy very often, so not really. Mm. No, so they're not the that. best final boys, but you know, we'll not take the greatest. What we can get. I mean, one of them's hot, so that's something. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Well, I got an overlooked gem for today since I was not prepared last week. Let's see um, what it is. What you got for us? I don't think I've done this one before, but maybe I have. Again, who fucking knows? We've been doing this for three years now. I don't. That's true. I don't know even know um, who I am. So I'm, yeah, and I only watched this once. It's fairly recent. Um movie called head count i don't um, think you've mentioned that no who knows i mean it's i liked it at the time do i still like it who knows only saw it once in like 2018 but uh it's just got a good mood it's one of those movies it's um kind of it follows vibes but like um not as like shitty ending um <laughs> but um directed by l callahan so female director which is always nice um what else? It's it's got this newcomer named Evan who joins a group of teens on a getaway in Joshua Tree. Um, while exchanging ghost stories around the campfire, Evan reads aloud a mysterious chant from an internet site. From that moment, uh, someone or something is among them. Um, yeah, it's got this you know kind of urban legend, creepy pasta, the uh, story thing you know playing with things from the internet and. 
But, uh, and a lot of those movies are not particularly good, like Slender Man and shit, but like this one's good. I, I liked it anyway. I should say I liked it. I don't know if it's good. You know, I can only <laughs> give my opinion here, but I enjoyed it. Well, that kind of like fits with the theme of this week, you know. I think so. Yeah, it's got that kind of legend. urban legend vibe. Yeah. 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 I, I don't like know if it's streaming anywhere, but it's, yeah, it's worth checking out. It's pretty short too. So good performances. Yeah. yeah. That's, uh, we're midsummer. We're kicking along here. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. We're still alive somehow in this heat. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, it's so fucking hot. It's ridiculous. Like they're just trying to boil us alive at this point. I just think yeah. like it's a cue from Mother Nature. Like y'all should be dead by now. Like why are y'all yeah. still here? Why are you still here infecting the we earth? And yeah, actively trying to kill you. Yeah. It's like take Ugh. the hint, humans. <laughs> just <laughs> abandon ship. Go go to Earth too. Yeah. <laughs> earth too. Get on we that ship. We still don't fucking know where that is, but <laughs> we don't know. But we're gonna find out. <laughs> you're gonna one day we will know we'll be like jason x ahead of its time <laughs> it knew yeah as always you can follow us folks you know if you want i'm not saying you have to you know i'm not your dad but if you want to we are on facebook and twitter h-o-h-h podcast we are on instagram home was in haunted hill we do not have a threads account yet we don't. I don't expect we will have it. one, but we'll see. No. Uh, we are not on TikTok. You are, but our I mean, podcast barely. is not. <laughs> like, I've posted like three th- things on there. I don't know what I'm doing. I have no idea. I'm like, why am I on here? <laughs> this is embarrassing. <laughs> I don't really like get the premise because it's like there's no like social interacting really is it? It's just like here's I'm a stream of random videos. Not like, I don't sure. Well, it's like. I've posted things before that had like no tags, I don't think, and people yeah. discovered them. And I'm like, how? Mm. Like, how did you find them? Yeah. And like, I don't have many followers on there because I don't know how to follow people. I don't know how to get people to follow. I don't know yeah. how it works. I'm very confused. Yeah. So like, I don't, I've got one, but I might as well not because I don't really, I'll post something like once every three months or something. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I would say Instagram is still the one that, pisses me off the least you know it's i, I get I on there and i'm so like too. okay like people seem happy they're posting about stuff they enjoy for the they most do. part and it's yeah you know, yeah it's like um, even like the angry political posts have like a little more pizzazz you know usually like, there's some humor I, usually i can get behind it yeah yeah, <laughs> like, yeah i just true. like looking at pictures of people's dogs and vhs tapes and yeah it's nice you know every now and then you'll be like this person ran, randomly just posted a picture of their butt and you're like, wow, I didn't expect that. But great, yeah. great butt. Con- con- congrats. <laughs> well, that was me, actually, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> great butt. Great butt. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It was a pride month. It's Addition. always so random, though. It's like it's people you wouldn't expect. It's like, yeah. oh, it's my first grade teacher. Why are they posting yeah. their butt? It's like, what's happening? <laughs> just feeling good about themselves that day. <laughs> but it's lovely. Good for you. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, you know. It's, it's nice. like a pleasant su- nice. su- surprise, you know. Right. <laughs> uh, well, stay cool, everybody. Yeah. Stay fresh, cheese bags. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just make that up or is that from something? No, I think it was like a meme. I think it was like okay. someone took a like a picture of like some like Ziploc bag or something. And it was okay. like, I don't know. I think it was called like a cheese bag or something. I, I don't Interesting. know. Interesting. 
It was like, stay so fresh, not a cheese, cheese bags. This is not a line from your upcoming film? <laughs> well, um, I make no guarantees. All right, folks. Well, yeah. Uh, keep on kicking, and uh, we'll be back at some point, as always. Yeah. <clears throat> never know. You never know. All right. <laughs> goodbye. Bye, y'all.